Welcome to Polynodal, where we explore the depth and breadth of human knowledge and see how it all connects. Each topic is inspired by a previous episode, creating a network of knowledge nodes. In this episode, Jarrett tells us about his favorite hand fruit. What do you boys know about bananas? Yellow? Mm-hmm. Fruit? Yep. Standard sizes. <laughs> I'm confused on the last <laughs> one. You had me? You had me? No, the like the... Two. They are yellow and... Ban- yeah. Banana for scale. Uh, oh, it's a unit of measurement, I think is what you're yeah. like. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. That, that I would have followed you in. It can be art when taped to things. Mm, yep. Also, when done a really uh, grainy version of, Andy Warhol taught mm. us that. Mm, yeah, yeah. It was... Uh, it's it was, one of the few was, foods uh, that I like the artificial flavor better than the <laughs> I mean, really? your opinion is valid, wow. but you're objectively wrong. It's fair. I'll, I mean, I'll, uh, I'll take that, but I it's mean, for me. I mean, chase your bliss. Chase your bliss for sure on that, but <laughs> you are definitely wrong. Yeah, banana. Uh, just ba- from a... If, if someone's like, it's banana flavored, I'm like, Laffy Taffy banana or like banana banana? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make my decision from there. Banana pudding flavored or like banana <laughs> bread flavored? Uh, okay, so, okay, what do you, okay. So uh, what that's you all boys, I know. That's the Okay, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I should have scoped it more. What do you boys know about the global banana trade? It's probably exploitative, but that's a general yeah. assumption. I'm, I'm also going to assume that there's a lot of uh, dictatorships. Not assume. I, I have some background knowledge that there's a lot of dictatorships that are based on America's need for bananas. The, the so, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll get to the banana republic. So, so there is the whole. Okay, so after Diego Garcia, I was looking in, or I was looking at pictures of the coconut plantations, and then that somehow led to banana plantations, and then. I was like in Walmart, uh, which I ran. I rarely go to a Walmart, but I was in a Walmart, and then I was like, you know what? This I've podcast n- not brought to you by Walmart. Not brought to you by Walmart. Definitely not. Uh, you can walk into any grocery store in the modern world: grocery store, gas gas station, deli, any place that's Walgreens, like a pharmacy, I guess, <laughs> whatever they are now, in the modern world at any time of the year. And pay like eighty cents for a pound of bananas. That Wait, how how is cents. that eighty like, cents per pound? Uh, they I, might as oh, well be free. Yeah, yeah, per, sorry, per, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is that possible? How is that possible? There, I feel like it, I would be remiss if we didn't at least touch base with the Arrested Development joke here of the <laughs> what's the banana cost, Michael? Okay. Ten dollars. You should just make the joke uh, instead of just like, "Hey, it would be really funny here if I, <laughs> I if I, I did a reference to, hey, we should do a reference the, the wheels just were, do this, do the reference, just man, when my just wheels were turning. Out I was like, come on, come on, <laughs> find something, and I just couldn't connect to it. Hey, you so guys that's... remember in do you guys remember in Arrested <laughs> Development uh, when <laughs> she didn't know how much bananas were? Oh man, that was a funny. That joke. was a good oh, one. That's good. Because we're talking, and that's relevant now because we're, talking, we're talking about, about the price of bananas. Yeah, uh, the U.S. Which I know are consumed, but yeah. they're so cheap. They're so cheap, and they're always there. They're always there. How does that work? How does like literally? That's that's what that's what I was getting into. Like I was just like, how are yeah, yeah. bananas always because here? <laughs> All when of I the buy time. a banana, there is a time limit on how long before that banana is no longer worth consumption. I like, like that, can I say there's that a I clock like, ticking I like on that a, fruit. I like a kind of a 
There are stages of banana. We're jumping ahead, but there are stages of ripeness. And seven and eight are like, where's when people either tend to throw them out or like make banana bread out of them. I'll eat a stage seven banana, man. I really little bit I, of brown on there. I, can we do that? Real, can we? Can we skip ahead? In, and I want to know about these stages right now because I feel like that's I, a base. I, know where I feel I like that's a base thing. Like yeah. Let's all right. Well, okay. So, so there's there one there's one what? through eight. Uh, okay. One and two are like still on the tree. <laughs> two and three are super green, and I can't remember, but like most. Seven and eight are like spo- eight is spoiled and seven is like brown and you're probably going to want to freeze them or make banana bread out of them or whatever you do. And in the middle, like five and six, most 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 uh, grocery stores are selling them to you at stage five and six. So like okay. slightly green to kind of yellow, but you like most people are really hitting trying to get that. It's not a linear. It's not a, like it's not like a, one is super green and eight scale. is it's like yeah it's like six is yeah. six is not in the middle but that's where your most people are kind of hitting it. It's a spectrum. So it's a it's a spectrum. The banana but, spectrum. But it's an exponential spectrum, right? Like it, it it probably stays in one and two. Well, we'll get we'll say. get we'll get to we'll get to why that thing why that scale exists. Um. Okay, so but, but hold on, real quick. Yeah. I, I want to ask: Is eight like really like that's the industry professional saying this is not fit for human consumption? You said you said spoiled. They're spoiled. I mean, I, no, I don't know. I don't know if there's like a like a okay. like a regulation or anything. It's just a eight is bad. You don't want an eight. Most people okay. don't. I like a seven. I like a good. I'll hold on to a six. Maybe wait till it becomes a six plus. Maybe uh, it becomes a seven. That banana is a Wichita seven. I don't, I don't eat it. Wichita seven. Uh, yeah. So I went down this whole thing of like I was just wondering like how the fuck are bananas so cheap and so abundant? And it turns out that is a combination of and I have a couple of these. So it's a combination of science and shittiness, or. Mm. Palmology, which is the study of growing fruit, the science of growing fruit, palmology and politics or engineering and social engineering. There was not a good E. <laughs> I couldn't find a good E uh, alliteration there. Uh, Eugenics. So, <laughs> so the uh, intru- bananas were introduced in uh, the late 1800s. Um, some people claim by Lorenzo Dow Baker, he definitely brought some bananas. I don't know if he, I couldn't find somebody who like introduced. He was definitely one of the very first. He was the captain of the schooner Telegraph. Who in- introduced and, and in what manner? Yeah. They exist. Like, like, hey, to, hey well, no, yeah, the first to, time that many, no, to Americans, the first time that many oh, Americans, Americans. banana. Okay, yeah, yeah. Where, was that the 1876? This is uh, American-centric. Uh, a podcast, world ex- oh yes absolutely <laughs> okay. world exhibition make sure that we're exhibition framing that properly can you imagine i like the world's fair in 19 in 1876 in philadelphia that was a, like philadelphia there was like hey like literally it was like hey um alexander graham barrels here with this fancy new thing also look at this thing that you can eat that i found in the central america and that was like a re- that was like legit like people Flipped out. They were wrapped in foil, and they were ten cents each, which is about two dollars <laughs> each today. And that, they were wrapped in foil. They were wrapped in foil, like as they were being eaten in the late eighteen seventies. After the introduction of them, which I think is again, if you go to the World's Fair and you're like, I heard somebody talk to another man through a speaker box. Also, I ate a weird yellow thing. With fan was, yellow fruit. There was fanfare involved. It was yeah, it was fanfare. Uh, they were considered an exotic luxury, and they were eaten with uh, a knife and a fork. 
So I don't know if that's mm. yeah. Uh, that's a they are dessert. They are the we cultivar that we eat today to is the called, Seinfeld joke okay, yeah. about eating a candy bar with mm-hmm. a knife and fork. Yeah, yeah. And if and what and go ahead and tell me what that would sound like. If someone were to make that reference, Kevin. oh, I've got no ideas there. I, I I have no way to introduce he's, it. He's only an idea man on this one. He's just yeah. constantly like, you, "Hey, <laughs> you if we that. reference this old sitcom bit here, that would be great." I feel like I feel and like we're playing kid pitch baseball, and you're or, or coach pitch baseball, and you're like, "Hey, here's a joke about a thing," and you toss it, and then I'm just like, "What? Why? I'm not gonna. Why? Why are you throwing these at me? I'm not gonna fucking swing at them. You threw it at me. You hit it." Uh, Honestly, that time it was a bit for me. I was like doing the. It's a reference yeah, it bit. Was meta. Yeah, you 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 yeah. did a callback to seven minutes ago. <laughs> yep. Good podcast. Uh, I like it. It's, <laughs> it's accessible. So if you can uh, be a first time so, listener, there's built in depth for you in the jokes. There, it is. that's right. But yeah, like there's little inside jokes within this podcast, so nobody like feels left out that they won't right. get like I didn't listen to Diego Garcia. I don't know what that joke was that they just made. Um, don't worry. And, don't worry. We're gonna make a whole bunch about everything we just said. We're gonna make a whole bunch in <laughs> yep. here. Um, so, so bananas eaten with knife and fork. Yep. They were a luxury. Mm-hmm. Uh, served in foil. Was there? Is there more information just, about that? That was just like, in the. That was just at, like the. That was a good way to like uh, wrap them during the World's Fair, I guess. Like just, which I think is funny because like the whole idea of a banana is that it is uh, right. It's, this it's, is its own wrapper. The like, cognitive oh, dissonance. I wondered if like one. maybe like they since. You know, in 200 years or whatever, or 150 years, they've stiffened the the peel of the banana to where like what? I, because I know it's like a super weird. <laughs> Are you imagining that the World's Fair? They just have these like limp ass bananas. Like we got to stiffen these up somehow, and they <laughs> it just needs it needs a proper wrapper, right? Like, maybe something. I think I, that's what he's getting at. Or maybe or when they, they first, maybe when they because f- honestly, if it's the first, that's time, what I was gonna say. You're yeah. like. Uh, edible? That's not yeah. edible. That's no, not about, edible. And they're like, no, you have to like do but now what? like, like a monkey? Did anything open like that back then? I don't know. Yeah, like how do you maybe bananas? Inter- yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay, so foil so, yeah. eaten with knife and fork. I didn't know if you wanted to go. What Wait, about I plantains have... though? Did those not exist before? Because I feel like plantains are not. Uh, comparable... Plantains are also bananas. They're oh. they're there's uh, they're just not one of our major. There's only two cultivars that the U.S. has really specifically the one that we know today um uh, which is the cavendish banana or the you know the the typical chiquita banana right um and it's not even i'm not saying like that flippantly it is the chiquita banana it actually exists because like so our grandparents didn't eat like okay so the gross michelle i don't I, it's g-r-o-s and m-i-c-h-e-l so i'm saying it as if it were french because I don't know. The Gros Michel, or often known as Big Mike, <laughs> was the only type of banana in the United States from the time they were introduced to until after World War II. Uh, and then this huge uh, disease wiped them all out. It was called the Panama yeah. disease, and it was in the 1950s. And there was a huge, like, oh shit, we're out of bananas. Banana well, pandemic? Well, it was like a, well, we're a bananas. Uh, what do you call it when, like, uh, you don't... I mean, they like the almost went extinct. Famine. The famine, oh. thank you, yeah. It was yeah. banana yeah. banana famine. Uh, banana famine, which is fun to say. <laughs> yeah. uh, every, new band name. <laughs> new band name is banana famine. Banana uh, so, yeah, the, so the Gross Michelle, often known as Big Mike, that's what everybody knew. Um, some of them had seeds, uh, and they were hard and would chip your tooth. Um, and uh, But it was still... A, it was a, They're supposed to... They're, uh, everybody says, obviously... That old, you know, back in my day, um, 
they were they were tastier. They were let, they were less the iconic sort of markets market. They were a little bit more varied, right? We it turned like Cavendish bananas, and a part of the way that they're cultivated is that they are all like literally clones of each other. Like they have just taken, um, they take. Well, we'll get into it. Okay, so like, okay, so that's two things that you need to know, right? Like, we've only had these monoculture bananas, at least in the United States, the the, the popular grocery store banana, right? Um, f- for a good long while, for good, let's see, 70 years, it was the Gross Michelle, the Big Mike. Um, I don't know why. I couldn't find why it was called the Big Mike. Because um, that's, that's really interesting. <laughs> that you know, it good, already had a name. A it somehow name. acquired this other nickname. That may, wait, that, gross Michelle. Oh, I'm just, I'm just doing, I'm just doing etymology here. Gross Michelle probably in French means big Mike. Oh, Michelle okay. is yeah. Mike in French. Oh, like, gross, gross is probably big. Okay, I don't know. So, so the French called so it, it the big the Mike, easy, okay. <laughs> or whoever named it Gross Michelle. Uh, yeah. So the uh, Panama disease wiped them out, and and we're talking through Central America, through Jamaica, through uh, East Asia, all of these places that we had like set up. You know, this sort of infrastructure for growing bananas, this monoculture mm-hmm. is why you don't do monocultures um, is because they're, you know, one thing comes through and they're all like, ah, shit. And they all died out. So then we went to this other banana called the Cavendish, which is a is currently <clears throat> currently bum, 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 uh, resistant to Panama disease. Um, but in 2019, um, it was found in Jamaica on some plants. It was so we don't have anything to Panama kill. Panama disease was to Panama we disease. We don't have anything to kill from Panama scratch, disease, though, yeah. right? Like we're at the point. We're at the point now where it's like we've got the entire banana genome understood. We can just splice some new stuff together out of other stuff, right? And I don't prob- know. I mean, I feel like we're probably there, right? <laughs> we'll grow it on it. We'll grow it on I, a mouse's back. We're like in a- the ears. <laughs> And then you just like, good to go. And then from that one, you a whole take new the set pe- of bananas. You have to pluck them. You pluck the mouse you off, off the and mouse. then you gotta peel. <laughs> no, you throw the mouse away. It comes dried to it, and you gotta take the mouse off, and then you can eat your banana. So, so the way that this works, the way that this can even work, the fact that you can every week there's more bananas in your. Dylan's or Kroger or Albertsons or Hy-Vee. Or I'm, try, I'm trying to think of like all of our nationwide. I'm trying to think of all of the uh, Piggly Wiggly. I'm trying to think. Everybody throw out nationwide uh, places you Publix. know so everybody can. Pu- Republic, public, Publix. Publix. Publix with right, yeah. Florida people. Uh, Wool- Woolworth? Woolworth. <laughs> the Woolworth. I, I feel store? like at this point we should. Yeah, we should. <laughs> We, we should uh, call back to Oh Brother Where Art Thou where he gets thrown out of the Woolworths. Was it just this? Okay. Woolworths. Yeah. Was, was, it, was that you just well, doing that? You just did yeah. that? You just did yeah, that I just, okay. yeah. Okay. And he didn't say if it was the one werewolf or all, all of them. All, all, I, I, yeah. I, I love how much trouble you're having fun, how, how much trouble you're having saying Woolworths. No, that's, that's a hard word to say, actually. <laughs> Woolworths. 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 Whatever. I wish we had, like, animation money so we could do, like, how a banana becomes a banana. <laughs> we could, like, go to the plantation, right? This so is there where we build our community. <laughs> and then they'll do it. They'll do an uh, an anim, anima, anim, they'll, they'll do a whole anime. Animaniacs. They'll do an Animaniacs an of it. <laughs> we should make sure that we retain the animation rights to the Animatic. banana that gets animated. Because 
that's what happened to Mr. Joe Mr. Banana Arrested Grabber. Development. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So Mr. Mr. Banana, Banana Grabber comes in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know if I, I don't know if I like this bit of you like not actually doing the <laughs> reference, but referencing <laughs> no, just, the reference. But that one was like, uh, like that one. Like I tried I to know, make it in there a little bit. I don't bit. know how it's gonna play. Like I, I know that you're enjoying this stupid goofy. <laughs> Of just referencing the reference and not actually just making. You could have just did like a we need to retain all. But if we do, we need to retain all the rights to Mr. Banana, Mr. Banana Grabber. Uh, but no, you just like reference. It's this weird meta reference thing. Oh, we'll see. We'll see what the fans say. I guess we'll see what happens because yeah. they've all left because they're tired of your bullshit. Uh, okay, so um, we have these big banana plantations. A banana plant takes uh, about nine months to mature, and one banana plant can produce like. More than 200, 200 bananas at a okay. time. Easy. Yeah. Uh, like 200 to 300 bananas. Um, and so they are a rhizomatic plant or like a tuber. They have like a, 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 a what is that called? A corm. C-O-R-M. M as in Mary. They will set up offshoots. So they'll have a main banana tree, right? And that is growing at a certain pace. The good thing about having a monoculture, the good thing, the reason that like monocultures work is like logistically we know everything about this goddamn plant right there's no variation we know exactly how they're going to grow we know exactly what they like we know everything about this plant so yes there is like there's like a benefit to having a monoculture right because you don't you just i'm just worried about this plant it i I know everything there is to know about it i don't there's nothing unless something comes and wipes it out some new beetle or some shit that i don't know about yet like we're good i know i can plan accordingly right like and that's how this all works it is a system of planning ahead and rotating these plants that's crazy so there's because they're so predictable and they can space them out via time right um they can just like perpetually have bananas they just cut the ones down that one dies but it also had babies they put the baby right where it was and they keep moving down uh, they always have bananas. Now, I'm sure some plantations probably... I'm, I'm sure not like all plantations work on a year-round basis, though they could. There are some that definitely do. I'm not saying that, uh, that they all do it, but definitely you could if you wanted to. You could just have but, year-round but, bananas you, if you spaced it, if you timed it correctly, right? And then you wouldn't have to... If to you the got into of, the If you got into that rhythm, yeah. you don't have to worry about it. You're always going to get 250 bananas from a tree or whatever. So that's part. So and, we're just in the palmology, but, the but, science part, not the shitty and the political so, part yet. But go real, ahead. real quick, yes. let, me, let me, yeah. So, so, um, what you're talking about, like, how do they always have bananas? The real answer to that is the same way that we always have, like, corn stands in the Midwest in the summer is that corn no. has a cycle, well, a cycle and they know that they're going to, they know that they're going to have corn at the stands. If they could grow corn year round, and it would stay fresh and, and like good like that. Then they could just always supply that that corn stand. Yes, yeah. you just with, have with, you just have okay. stuff planted behind behind your current crop, right? Like right. Or it's right. you know it's like playing uh, Stardew Valley. You know you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to have those days of just like oh fuck I just planted everything and then I have this and I'm gonna have these boom and bust cycles now and I don't, I can't that's not nope. that cash flow yeah. is gonna well, suck. You know what I mean? Does no. Stardew not have a built-in uh, federal government system to? Just prop you up in the interim? <laughs> no, there's no sort uh, of this neo-colonial. Uh, no, that somehow no. still exists in a. In a but yeah, I think that's going to be a couple okay. versions down. Yeah, yeah like maybe started. It's started a DLC. It's a DLC. It's it's the reverse because you take down JoJo Mart like you do the opposite. Mm. Uh, it's a real. It, it's a real so stick the other thing, to the man. 
Okay. That this makes me think of. Stardew Valley is a really subversive game when you. Okay, go ahead. The, the oh. thing it makes me think of is like just-in-time manufacturing, essentially, right? Like the the whole idea with just-in-time manufacturing just in is that bananas. you yes, yep. just-in-time yeah, bananas. Soon, <laughs> as, yeah, like as soon name, as you're probably. ready to put the screw in, just-in-time bananas absolutely should be a band name. Uh, that's two of them. This podcast. Uh, as soon as you're ready to put the screw in, you're going to have the screw there, right? You yeah. don't have want to have more than one screw, so that you can you can essentially the reason for just-in-time manufacturing manufacturing though is so that you can switch to whatever product you need to create at the end. In bananas, it's just to make sure that everyone has bananas all the time. Because <laughs> constant can, supply. Because can you imagine a world? Yeah. So like, okay. So the plantations are geared that way uh, to to produce year-round bananas. But not only that, we have entire countries who their entire infrastructure, their modern infrastructure that was built in the late 1800s during the industrial revolution. Not that. It's not po- pre pre war <laughs> post American Civil War, I guess. So our f- sort of like. The Monroe Doctrine and all that kind of bullshit where we're okay. our neo-colonial sort of like, let's put a, right. let's see what happens if we kind of fuck around in countries. Uh, our sort of, uh, you know, cross borders, fuck around and find out. Uh, we have entire fuckery. countries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we have entire countries whose infrastructure, their railroads, their ports, everything is built around bananas. That is where we get the term banana republic. Um, I always thought, I never really looked it up. I always thought it was like, because they're, they're bananas over there. I thought it was like a dumb, like, ah, they're just a bunch of quacks or something like that, right? Like, mm. No, in political science, a banana republic is a very politically unstable country with an economy dependent upon the exportation of like one good. So, in it for, you know, a banana. I think it was coined in 1904 or something. I didn't actually pull that out. By a guy, he was talking about um, Honduras, uh, mm-hmm. but the big, the big kind of ones that we got into were uh, Guatemala. We'll get into we'll get into our fucking okay, I around. Gonna, I was gonna <laughs> ask, did you Guatemala. like? Because every one of these episodes is gonna be a bummer. Yeah, because we have this uh, that's, whole like that's the bummer history thing that we keep introducing yeah. by accident. I just wanted to talk about bananas, but you can't. And I did. We are still Can't talking about bananas. Okay, so probably without finding something dark, it happens everything. Oh yeah, I mean, this is this is the one thing that I do know about bananas is like the, essentially the banana republic. Uh, it, it 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 has in true American fashion, we've taken that term, and uh, like Jarrett said, the thing that we thought about it was <clears throat> this silly country. They're so dumb and poor, and they only produce one thing. You have to have a diversified economy. No, no, no. No, no, no. What happened was some industrialist, industrialist is like, hmm, I have as much money as this entire uh, government and economy, so I'm going to put a puppet in power, make sure we gear the entire country to produce bananas, which I have an exclusive contract on at a really low price, and the military is going to keep the competitors out, and I win. Look at me. Uh, and, and, that, and that company was the, the United Fruit Company, which is a great yeah. name. I mean, uh, United Fruit, which is now Chiquita. They had a nice little right. rebranding. Mm. Uh, but problem. yeah, uh, the United Fruit Company, which was the sort of uh, British East India Company of bananas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to liken something to something that I know. It's big, but it's a big, big banana. Let's just face big, it. Ba- big banana. Big banana, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, and not only did they like... At the time of, say, uh, the Banana Massacre, uh, which was in uh, Colombia, uh, there in the Banana Massacre in 1928, the workers made nine demands from the United Fruit Company. The United Fruit Company now is, again, Chiquita. 
their demands was some real commie bullshit. Uh, stop their practice of hiring through subcontractors. I don't, I don't know what that's about, but okay. Compensation for work accidents. Fucking commies. Uh, hygienic dormitories and six day work weeks. These fucking liberal pinkos. Uh, they wanted a weekly wage. They wanted the abolishment of the corporate st- uh, what office stores, the corporate store, company store, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and they wanted the abolish. They wanted to abolish being paid through coupons, and they wanted actual money. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, and they wanted some. They wanted improvement in hospital services. I don't think I listed them all off. Collective insurance. Uh, yeah. So uh, they went on strike, and uh, the United Fruit Company got somebody that in Colombia that they were, you know, obviously had in their pocket to send in the the you know under the guise of like quelling these. You know, rioters. These rioters. We need to stop the rioters. <laughs> yeah. No, and you can. I, so I have. I have like these cables from. Uh, so the same after after the fighting, and there was like a, we don't probably a thousand folks like you, tilde the tilde a thousand probably a thousand people died. Um, but uh, the way that it was like painted, like so we ha- I have a so the Santa Marta consulate to the U.S. Secretary of State. Uh, stated that the troop train from Banana Zone, which I thought was... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so, reading all this bummers what? thing is that it still has the word, it still has the word troop Banana Zone in a lot. Fr- which from <laughs> Banana Zone. <laughs> which is a, giggle, my but it is favorite awful. thing in the whole world. Yeah, the troop train from the Banana Zone just arrived. That's it a bad a thing? It was a train carrying troops like, and it had just arrived oh. from the Banana Zone. So, troop train from the Banana Zone just arrived <laughs> in Sam. <Tampa. laughs> I just... I, Fuck. All right. Just, all right. Uh, this is some serious shit. Arriving on platform four, <laughs> troop train from Banana Zone. Wow. Uh, sorry. I, all right. It, it just sounds uh, like a, um, like, if you've ever met anybody from just, like, southern Missouri where they just, like, make up the, or, like, Arkansas, they just make up the weirdest combinations of, like, that's crazier than a... Cold fair on a Tuesday. <laughs> like yeah. it just—it sounds a hundred percent like one of those too. Like it could be. It sounds so like many a Rick and Morty things. joke. We yeah. should make it. We should turn into. Yeah, man, that's like, crazy. The troop train yeah, from. Hang on, Morty. It's, the troop trains <laughs> come from the banana <laughs> zone. <laughs> what, 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 Rick? Yeah, it makes uh, it sound like I have to take a really big crap. Uh, oh, oh no, the, the troop, troop trains. Troop, <laughs> it's troop left troop banana zone. Like, <laughs> We're gonna hit the road soon, but I gotta, I gotta get the troop train from banana zone oh, out. Oh man. Anyway, they came in and massacred people, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. They had just gotten back from massacring a bunch of people yeah. who wanted to be paid in money and not coupons. Yeah. Just back to the company oh. store. If I'm just going to, I'm just, now this is where I'm just going to read most of uh, the Grapes of Wrath to you guys. <laughs> no, You've I just was been waiting. Just been setting it deals up with, with a lot of this, time. but with the Okies and, the, and, and going, okay. Okay, so. Uh, that's okay. what I'm seeing. Like the this parallels the, between this and, and like, like mining, oh, yeah. right? Like a uh, coal miner's daughter type, no, type just, mining where. We do this with lots of industries. I, I mean, this, was, yeah, turn, no, this like, was the turn of the century. I mean, this is what we were trying this to do. This is where we learned how to do all that. Right. right. Okay, so the troop train from Banana Zone just arrived in Santa Marta with all American citizens. No Americans killed or wounded. Guerrilla f- warfare now continuing in the zone, but military forces actively engaged in clearing the district of the communists. So that was the consulate to the uh, uh, the consulate reporting to the Secretary of State. And then we had a dispatch from the Bogota 
embassy to the Secretary of State that says, I have the honor to report that the Bogota representative of the United Fruit Company told me yesterday that the total number of strikers killed by the Colombian military exceeded a thousand. Exclamation point? Like, what, happy face emoji? <laughs> like, <laughs> happy, happy face, full stop, happy face emoji. Yeah, so, like, there Jesus. was this whole, like, like really, we, we kind of got off on it because not only were we propping up a great American company with United Fruit, Big Banana. Job creators. Uh, but we were, but we were <laughs> these job creators and people killers. Uh, we were also, you know, fighting communism, or you yeah. know, in the early stages. Because nothing says communism more like wanting to be paid in money and not coupons, a coupon book, or or a, a hundred massage. of other things that we enjoy as workplace protection. <laughs> you guys love that we have six day work weeks now, right? Oh no way! Although we some wait. of those things haven't been solved, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the 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 uh, contractor status is the thing that I was I was like uh, I mean there are uh, quite a few companies now, especially tech companies, that leverage the protection that an independent contractor relationship gives the large corporate interest, right, to remove collective bargaining, to take away the employment status that anything that we have fought for shows up. I mean, just a super bummer here, Jared. Just a really <laughs> all around. Well, we can go. We, okay, yeah. well, let's, we can go back to. Okay, so bananas after did the, did the did the train from <laughs> Banana Zone go anywhere else? Maybe more hilarious and heartwarming. <laughs> like no, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I probably just went back to the Banana Zone with more with fresher troops and more ammunition. I don't fucking know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they went back and got some Gatorade. And uh, ate a banana. Uh, ate a banana. Uh, <laughs> a very cheap banana. A very cheap banana. Yeah, because you know what Americans aren't going to stand for? A dollar banana. We're not, fuck that. <laughs> I want, I'm never paying a, a dollar for a they banana. They were modern day this equivalent $2 American. when they launched to apparently great success. That's true. Uh, I mean, you I, could... Uh, I don't know, <laughs> they, but they were still they were still super cheap back then too because you could for the price of a, of ten bananas you could only get two apples. So um, I was so until Big right Apple now. stepped their game up, like that's what no, that's no, what because, did it him? because so is this just how, as much Big how, Apple's fault? Is, is that's how dull? no that the no, my point is that's too? how like prolific we had made bananas really really quickly, yeah. like really, really they were introduced in. The, like 1870 into the U.S., the U.S. is like, wow, this is great. Uh, we really, I want, I want 73 of these a year per average. That's the thing. 73. Okay. I want 300, 3 million tons of bananas each year. The U.S. consumes 3 million tons of bananas each year, and we produce almost none of them. Um, so, so we like this this industrialization of big banana happened really quick, really rapidly, to where like. 40 years, not even 40 years later, 20, uh, 30 years later, we had entire countries, entire, like, banana repo- entire, like, uh, conglomerate multinational companies heading into small Central American countries and, like, setting up shop and, like, running the entire invading. fucking... Ca- inv- invading. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, so, um, but, you know, so we can go back to... It is bummer. It's bummer town. We're coming out of bummer town. We're getting back into the oh. palmology... Not we're, uh, okay. the science, not the shittiness. Okay, so the science. A nice so, little palate refresher. Yeah. Uh, we gas them. Boy, we hold okay, on, so hold we on. G- we gas the, we gas the oh, bananas. bananas. The bananas. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, great. I'll tell you. Okay. So, so you can pop them into boxes, cut them when they're super green, which essentially kind of freezes them in time for a little bit. 
uh, put them in cold storage, put them in, uh, you know, cold shipping containers. We ship them, you know, it takes like three weeks to ship them. They're just like sitting in dark containers, all that. And then they get to where their destination country, where we then put them in these other storage containers where we gas them with ethylene. So that will like ripen them to like a stage four. And then five and six is where you want to put them on the shelf. So we gas them with ethylene, which will like make them ripen. Um, and then, uh, you, yeah. And then they're, they're on the store shelves. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So turns out you can't even like, it. Oh, I wonder how bananas do. I wonder how bananas are without just like stirring up a whole bunch of bullshit about things we've done. So uh, who, like uh, is the Caribbean, North American Caribbean, the, the, like, is that where bananas are made? No, we still get we still get them from Guatemala. We still get them from. No, I know, but like, are they we the only ones now? I mean, we're a more global society now. Like, are there not? I assume there's other, like Southeast Asia nations that are probably similar climate wise, right? They like, have, yeah, they yeah, but they tend to grow not the same cultivars that we do. They, that's where you get your weird oh. bananas. You go into the, you, the little <laughs> the little tiny little finger looking ones. Your big ass plantain one. The less tasty bananas, if I'm gonna be honest. Uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's probably exposure. I, want my, I don't know. Maybe I uh, know they de- they they don't they don't tend to grow uh, either through either through yeah for cultural reasons like just for taste preference or because maybe you know the the uh, Cavendish cab is that what I said right Cavendish mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. grow as well probably um, they just are really like again like the the where we've grown them and where we've set up shop. Um, they, we can grow them like weeds. We've like the reason that the if you wanted to know the reason the reason bananas are so damn cheap and available year round is because we're really good at growing them. They're really easy to grow. We can time them well, and we have entire countries' infrastructure built around serving you your goddamn banana through through neocolonial do, things. Do the employees of Chiquita Banana Dole Food Company Del Monte. Do they still get paid in coupons and have like no paid time off and safe working conditions, or is that is least has there been something there, or did you? They probably go that definitely far? get paid in money. They probably in <laughs> fiat. They probably definitely don't get paid a lot of fiat. It seems like the real lesson I'm learning is that life existence existence is a lose lose scenario. Just being alive is lose lose. That's. Seems like a good so, place to end it. So, so, for, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah like, thanks for listening to podcast. There's no right. hope and everything sucks. So um, have a great weekend. <laughs> Your bananas are. This has been polynodal by the backs of thousands of laborers and the machinations of neo-colonial American exceptionalism in the early 20th century. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you night. like bananas? Do you like bananas? How do you like those bananas? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy with it, but it's fine. That's another note in the network of human knowledge. In the next episode, Kenton will tell us about cargo cults. There's always more to learn. Visit polynodalpodcast.com for notes, links, and images about this note, as well as previous episodes. Polynodal is written and produced by Daniel Green, Jarrett Green, and Kenton Hansen. Edited by Kenton Hansen, mastered by Jarrett Green. Music by Cademan Green. Ooh.